Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist on the 30th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our celebrant is the rector of the cathedral, Father Enrique Salvo. You may find the program online at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. Please stand and join in singing the entrance hymn number 534 in the Blue St. Michael hymnal. God is love, let heaven adore him, number 534.
In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Welcome everyone to St. Patrick's Cathedral and everyone joining us from so many places. We welcome Father George Sears, our vocation director with Cathedral Prep, and Father Francis from the Marinol, and Deacon Paul, thank you for being here. And as we begin these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, therefore I ask Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Kitty.
Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, increase our faith, hope, and charity, and make us love what you command so that we may merit what you promise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of Exodus. Thus says the Lord, you shall not molest or oppress an alien, for you were once aliens yourselves in the land of Egypt. You shall not wrong any widow or orphan. If you ever wrong them and they cry out to me, I will surely hear their cry. My wrath will flare up and I will kill you with the sword then your own wives will be widows and your children orphans. If you lend money to one of your poor neighbors among my people, you shall not act like an extortioner toward him by demanding interest from him. If you take your neighbor's cloak as a pledge, you shall return it to him before sunset. For this cloak is his only covering he has for his body. What else has he to sleep in? If he cries out to me, I will hear him, for I am compassionate. The word of the Lord. from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, you know what sort of people we were among you for your sake, and you became imitators of us for the Lord, receiving the word in great affliction with the joy from the Holy Spirit. 
so that you may become a model for all the believers in Macedonia, in Acacia. For from you the word of the Lord has sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and Acacia, but in every place your faith in God has gone forth, so that we have no need to say anything. For they themselves openly declare about us what sort of reception we had among you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to await his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the coming wrath. The word of the Lord. Be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment is in the law is the greatest? He said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord.
it should give us pause to realize and to, and to remember and acknowledge that these words that Jesus gave us 2,000 years ago about the greatest commandments, about loving God with all of our heart and soul and mind and our neighbor as ourselves, is in the same place, in the same place where we are seeing so much effects of the opposite of love with violence and hatred and, and all of the problems that come with it. And although in that holy land, there are millions of millions of people from all walks of life and even faiths and everything trying to follow this, always we see what happens when some don't follow the greatest commandments of loving God and loving our neighbor as ourselves. But we are all here as well on this Sunday morning at St. Patrick's Cathedral because Jesus Christ, the King of love, came to this place and taught us these words, which was then propagated throughout the world for all generations and centuries. And here we are, hopefully, trying to leave, live these words with all of our lives. And when we see that darkness and evil and hatred, not just in Israel, but so many places around the world and in so many different manners, is getting the upper hand, all the more, if we really want to be disciples of Jesus Christ, we have to do our part to bring love and light where, there, where, where darkness seems to be flourishing, which is in the planet. We have that invitation and we have that power as sons and daughters of God, and, and we have the commandment that Jesus is giving us here by which everything else flows. So, Let's, let's think about it, not just right now, but constantly. How is my love? How is my state of love in, in, in my life? How am I doing with it? Because first of all, let's remember that love has to be chosen. We all complain when things go wrong and we say, how can God allow that? Well, it's not God that, that, that causes evil. God gave us all free will because only through free will love can exist because love has to be chosen freely. If, if that didn't exist, we would all be very nice robots, but true love would not exist. So, but because there's free will, we, we can choose love or we can choose hatred. And, and, and first of all, we have to see what am I really choosing, really choosing with my life? And most important of all is, am I letting God love me? Because the first thing to follow these commandments properly is to first be filled with the love of God and the Holy Spirit in our hearts, and then we can go from there. So let's, let's analyze this because, and there's so much, I'm just, just a few examples of each. Jesus tells us to love God with all of our heart and with all of our soul and with all of our mind. It's good to check each one. How is our heart doing? Our heart, are, is it really as much as we can? There's troubles in this, we have weaknesses, we have sinfulness, but are we truly trying, is our heart really in the place it has to be to love? Or am I hanging on to bitterness? or some hatred? Am I refusing to forgive? Am I, am, 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 is my heart being blocked by, by, by anything that is not from God? Is, is my heart refusing to receive love? Is my heart perhaps wounded, but I have not gone to God to, God to, to ask him to heal it? Am I, is, is my heart healthy, my spiritual heart, to truly love? 
then our soul. How is our life with God, our sacramental life? Because we need to have the grace of the Holy Spirit in our souls to animate our souls. It's, 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 it should be amazing to us that, that knowing that we need God and, and we need him for everything in our lives, that we can truly go on in our lives without truly praying, without truly coming to receive the sacraments as often as we can, without participating in mass as even so many of our beloved are homebound, but they are here in, in spirit and, and, and being part of this mass. So many people just go around their days without being filled with the, with the life of God, Christ in their souls. And how can we truly love if we don't have that? And how about our mind? We have a choice in what we see, what we read, what we feel. Of course, we have to see the bad news each day when they're there because we can't live in, and, and, and not act like they're not there. We have to know what we are up against, what we have to pray for, and so on. But going through the rabbit holes of the algorithms that we so often do that has caused so much division in our nation and in the world, it's not good for our mind. It's not giving our mind the peace that we need to truly love. We're not focusing so many times on the things that are good and true and beautiful and, and instead things that will inspire us the lives of, of the church, of the saint that has seen horrible thi things throughout history and has surpassed it with grace, if we just look at what's wrong with everything, then we are, are, are really not filling our minds in such a way that we have the greatest capacity to love. I'm going to take a break. <laughs> so I have a little bit of a, a fear of heights, and so when I'm up here, so I'm speaking with the mind. But anyways... <laughs> So I need to drink water and calm me down. So anyways, when we fill our minds, our heart, and especially our soul with the Holy Spirit, with, with, with the things that are from God, with a heart that is full of love, then we can truly love God and let him love us as much as we possibly can in our littleness and in, in our weakness, in, in, in our humanity. But, but we are going to truly love as we are meant to love. And how beautiful is that? That we have a beautiful relationship with God, our creator, the, the creator of the universe, and we have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with him. Because remember that with God, this same God that has the power to create the galaxies that are infinite, has and uses the same power to focus in on each and every one of us as if we were the only person that he has to worry about. And that's the type of love relationship he, ha he wants to have with us. And, and, and that's beautiful. And if we all love God that way and let God love us, how would the world be so different? And then we go to the next commandment, which is, as he says, just as important, love your neighbor as yourself. And there's something for us to focus there as well, just as we want to focus on how our, our, is the state of our heart, the state of our soul, the state of our mind. We have to, if, we, if he's telling us to love our neighbor as ourselves, we also have to focus on how is not only the way I'm loving my neighbor and everyone around me and my family and my friends and everyone that I cross paths with throughout my day, how am I loving myself? Because that is a question that we must all ask, and it is not a selfish question. We must all, as sons and daughters of God, 
have a love and appreciation and gratitude for who we are, for the way that God made us, for the fact that we are here. And we have this capacity to love and to be instruments of God's peace and joy and, and just to be a gift to others. That should make us happy and that should make us be happy in the way that we love ourselves, in the way that is good and healthy. Of course, there is selfish love, but if we think about that, that's not really love because selfish people really don't love themselves. What selfish people are saying are saying, I'm not really lovable, so I have to look out for number one, which is me, and because I'm not gonna get my way unless, uh, unless I do everything I have to do selfishly, because no one, no one, and God's not gonna help me, other people aren't gonna help me because I'm unlovable, so I have to act selfish throughout my life. That's not really loving oneself. Loving oneself is to know that one is a gift from God and one is grateful for that. It's beautiful to see it in children and it's beautiful to see it in, in the humble of the world. All of the humble people that I've met, that I've become friends with throughout my life, throughout my priesthood, one thing that they have is that they, they're, they're grateful and they're proud for what they have. They, they, they might say that very, very happily how, how grateful they are that they have, they're so good at their trade or, 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 or they're good at, they have this quality that God gave them or, or that God gives them uh, perseverance in times of trouble. And, 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 and if we're not really on top of it, someone say, well, that's kind of braggabooish. But no, they're basically stating what they're grateful for, what they love about themselves because God gave it to them. And then they're ready then very freely to give it unto others. And, and so I'm good at this. And I'm telling you that because I'm about to offer this gift to you. And that is really loving oneself in the way that we are meant to. And when we appreciate that, and when we love that about ourselves, everything that God wants to do in us and through us in the way that we are, then we can love others freely. And if, by the way, we are having trouble loving ourselves because someone told us this, or because we don't like this a part about us, or, or because we with something in our past, or because of this, or because of that, because we're sinful here, well, let's go to God about it and let's, let's get it healed. God, God, is, God is waiting there to forgive us, to heal us. If, if we're having a voices of our, of our bullies uh, constantly telling us what we are, well, let's snap out of it and tell God, this is, this is causing me a lot of uh, damage in my mind, but I know that I'm bigger than that and you're bigger than that. So there's no reason or excuse to perpetually live in a way that, that we don't that love ourselves. There is no reason when we have the love of God it comes by default that we will also appreciate who we are, the gift of who we are, and then we will see the gift in every person. And then this beautiful invitation of this commandment starts to unfold. And we all imagine if the world really loved God as we are invited to, and if we really loved our neighbors, and if we really loved ourselves, what a world it would be, and what a world it is not, because so many of us are not following these commandments. And Something to begin thinking about is the fact that this week we are going to celebrate on Wednesday, All, All Saints Day, a day of obligation, by the way, and then on, 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 on the day after, on November 2nd, is the Day of All Souls. It's a time in the liturgical year to start thinking about also the last things that they call, which is death, which is eternal life, and, and which is the, the, the life that we are all invited to live forever in the kingdom of love for all of eternity. And how beautiful will it be if we truly, truly try to live our lives this way? First of all, imagine 
to, to have that encounter with God when we die, that finally, and I've seen some holy, the other day I went to visit a, a, a sister that was in her deathbed, a religious sister. She was like a month away from dying, and, and, and when I visited her, she's like, I can't wait. I cannot wait to go finally see Jesus and Mary face to face. I mean, I've been loving them, and they've been loving me all my life, and now I get to like hold them and embrace them and be in their presence. She was excited. It, 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 it's something beautiful. We all want to be there. We all want to, 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 to know that one day, this God that we have loved so much and has loved us so much, is going to be with us in a way that we're going to behold his face for all of eternity. It should give us excitement. And then imagine when the fact that we have loved so many people, how all those people, all, all of our loved ones were going to reunite in heaven forever. And, and not just the people that we have loved in this life, but everyone that we have helped. There's a beautiful prayer that I, I think no one really notices it. Every time that we have a marriage, and the, 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 the weddings here at St. Patrick's Cathedral are beautiful and, and frequent, and they're also special, and, and it's, it's such a special thing. In the final prayer, in the final blessing that you give the, the, the bride and the groom, it's three parts, you know, like those blessings where you say amen after each part. So the first part is, may you live in peace and, 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 and always have your love and so on as marriage. The second part is may you have, be blessed with children and have solace with your friends and enjoy true peace with everyone. The third part is, is very interesting. It says, may you be witnesses in the world to God's charity so that the afflicted and needy who have known your kindness may one day receive you thankfully into the eternal dwelling of God. And basically, what we, are, we are asking that as they are beginning this life, that part of this new life is that they come, they go around being uh, uh, people of kindness and charity so that one day when we come to heaven, we are welcomed by everyone that they can tell God, we want to welcome him. We want to come to his welcoming party. We want to, we want to be here because he was so good to me. She was so good to me. And now we are here to give witness to God that that person really helped me as when I was needy and afflicted with their kindness and with their love. What a beautiful celebration awaits us if we live that life that way, of having that, that welcoming of God, the embrace of, of, of all the angels and saints, our Blessed Mother, and then everyone that we have loved and that has loved us in this life, even if we only met them in passing, but we were good to them. How beautiful is that? So, <clears throat> loving God, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, with all of our heart, and loving our neighbor as ourselves, it's not just the commandment that Jesus gives us, it is the way truly to the happiness that God wants us to have as his sons and daughters in this life and for all of eternity. God bless you. And now, let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, 
begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. God calls us to love our neighbors as ourselves, so we cry out to God today on behalf of all our brothers and sisters. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all clergy, religious, and laity, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those serving in public office, that they may govern with wisdom and integrity. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine and in Israel, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That the church may be a model for the world in the way that we care for those in need, feeding the hungry, housing the homeless, finding work for the unemployed, and assisting those living in poverty, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, we pray to the Lord. God of all compassion, hear these in all our prayers. We offer them through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
Pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Look, we pray, O Lord, on the offerings we make to your majesty, that whatever is done by us in your service may be directed above all to your glory, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For you laid the foundations of the world and have arranged the changing of times and seasons. You formed man in your own image and set humanity over the whole world in all its wonder to rule in your name over all you have made and forever praise you in your mighty works through Christ our Lord. And so, with all the angels, we praise you as in joyful celebration we acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, 
Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, be blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, St. Patrick, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. 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 At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, 
graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. We Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. 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 Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
please join in singing My Shepherd Will Supply My Need, which is number 634 in the Blue St. Michael hymnal, number 634. Let us pray. May your sacraments, O Lord, we pray, perfect in us what lies within them, that what we now celebrate in signs we may one day possess in truth through Christ our Lord. So a reminder again that Wednesday is All Saints Day. 
we have many masses here at St. Patrick's Cathedral. It'll be on our websites and everything, and also in the back. But wherever you are, there's going to be special masses in, in all the churches of the world. And then, the, and then All Souls Day is not an obligation per se, as in, but we should still want to go and pray for our, all of our beloved dead. And, and, to, and to, uh, it's a day that we pray for all the souls that they may enter into heaven and become saints. And it's a day of, of remembrance as well. Ideally, we should even try to go to a, a cemetery if possible and, and, and to, to visit our loved ones and at the very least have them in our hearts that day. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Go mass, the oh. mass is ended. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Peter. And have a beautiful week, everyone. Salve Regina, Mater and singing Love Divine, All Loves Excelling, number 627 in the same blue St. Michael hymnal, number 627.
Thank you.